0: Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing in the book of Colossians. We're in the first chapter. And we're sort of taking our time through some verses right here, uh, because these verses are absolutely pivotal to the proper understanding of who we are in the Lord Jesus Christ, what He has done for us, who He is, who God is, just so many things. Remember that Paul was writing under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, and there was a goal and a purpose that the Father communicated to the Spirit, to Paul, as to why he was writing. And the primary thing is that he wanted him communicate to the people who Jesus really is. There was a lot of disruptive teaching going on. There was a lot of error. People were uh, uh, communicating things that weren't exactly right and were more out of the mind of man than they were out of the mind and heart of God. You say, well, nothing's really changed, has it? No, not at all. And that's the reason we must, must, must know what the Word says. So I'm going to go back to the first chapter of Colossians. We've looked at uh, one episode, we looked at verse 15. Another episode, we looked at verse 16. I think the previous episode, we looked at verses 17 and 18. I want to read 15 through 18, and then we'll press on and look at 19 and maybe 20. Because it's so important to reiterate this over and over, folks. So just get this in your spirit. Spend time. Read this. Verse 15. He, and that is Jesus, is the image of the invisible God the firstborn of all creation. For by him all things were created, both in the heavens and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. He is also the head of the body, the church, and he is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, so that he himself will come to have first place in everything. So that's verses 15 through 18. Folks, it takes less than 45 seconds to read it. You know, so often we don't want to read the context. We think, well, we don't have time to read those extra five verses. (laughs) We We have the time, folks. Let's do it. And go back and just meditate upon what we've learned about the Lord. So quickly, what what is it? He's literally the, the the image of the invisible God. He is the preeminent one, the firstborn of all creation. That all things were created through him and for him. What was created? The heavens and the earth, the visible, the invisible, thrones, dominions, rulers, authorities. All of this he is set before all things. He's preeminent in all things. That's a major point being driven home here. But also what we saw in verse 17, that he holds all things together. That the Savior, Jesus, the Lord Jesus Christ, is the head of the body, the church. Okay, He's the firstborn, the beginning of those from the dead that will be resurrected from the dead. And he is going to be preeminent over all things. Now, verse 19. Verse 19 and 20 are one sentence. So let's read them together here. For it, that's interesting when it says it, it was the Father's good pleasure for all the fullness to dwell in him, verse 20, and through him to reconcile all things to himself, having made peace through the blood of his cross, Through him, I say, whether things on earth or things in heaven. This is some serious stuff right here. Actually, some very, very exciting stuff, okay? So what's being communicated here? He says it's the Father's good pleasure, the Most High God Father. It was his good pleasure and is his good pleasure that all the fullness, and what that's a picture of, that all the fullness of deity, dwell in Jesus Christ. So all the fullness of God, and that, again, wondrous mystery of the Father, the Son, the Spirit, the triune nature of the one God. So Jesus has all the fullness of God. And it was a pleasure of the Father to make sure that that occurs. Not that the Son would have just a particular role and function and not be totally God. And then in verse 20, he tells us why. So he says, Father's good pleasure for all the fullness to dwell in him and through him to reconcile all things to himself. Now, I know you get lost in a cacophony and a sea of pronouns sometimes here, right? Here's what he's saying, that through the Lord Jesus Christ, that God the Father reconciled all things to himself. All things. I love it when you look up a definition word like you look up and say, what does reconcile mean? And you see that the word reconcile means to reconcile. (laughs) Seriously, I'm looking at it right now, going, oh, that's great, that's great. What it is, is it's a restoration, okay? Something that is out of balance. We often think of reconciling a bank statement, that kind of thing, to find out what is the accurate accounting of things. But here in this case, It's speaking of how the Lord Jesus Christ is how the Father reconciled all things to himself because all things had been corrupted by sin. The sin of man corrupted not only man, but all creation. And so it caused division, caused strife, caused everything that we experience in what we call sin, okay? But the Father... Through the Lord Jesus Christ, reconcile all things to himself. And this is a biggie, 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 folks, that I think we often forget. Now, I not—I don't want to sound heretical here, so don't take anything out of context, okay? When we worship together and we corporately worship, who do we worship? Well, more often than not, we're worshiping the Lord Jesus Christ. That's fine. We should, okay? But we sort of come across like we only worship him, and he's the only one, and we don't pay any attention to the Spirit or to God the Father, particularly the Father. And we forget that Jesus did what he did to put us in right relationship with the Father and that we worship the Father. You actually see that two or three places in the Scripture. It says, Worship God. <laughs> one time when uh, John the Revelator was re- receiving his revelation, that an angel appeared before him. And John fell down and started worshiping the angel. The angel said, No, get up, get up. I'm just like one of you. Um, He says, worship God. So the Father reconciled us to him through the Son. Now, how? Watch what he says here, verse 20. Having made peace through the blood of his cross. Through him, I say, whether things on earth or things in heaven. So the Lord has reconciled everything, things on earth, things in heaven. It says all things. And he's made peace. Remember, there was enmity with everything, strife. He's made peace through the blood of his cross. Now, those of us who have been saved many, many years or uh, sort of grew up in a religious background, we readily accept the cross. We readily accept the blood. It's like, oh, yeah, we understand that. We know why it is. If you really get pushed on it, you find out you don't know why that is. And often you'll get pushed on it by somebody who's not a believer. And they're not a believer because they're being mean and malicious. They just never heard the gospel. It doesn't make any sense. How can you have peace through blood, through somebody hanging on a cross? Well, you actually see how that comes about by knowing the balance of Scripture, the Old Testament. If you don't know the Old Testament, this isn't going to make much sense to you. You'll see snippets of it all through the New Testament and explanations of things. But the the answer to why isn't very clear. And so you really go back to the beginning, you go back to Genesis, and all through the Old Testament, it shows and reveals. And the Lord tells us, point blank why shedding the blood must take place for the remission of sin, for the forgiveness of sin. Here in Colossians, he's saying he's made peace through the blood of the cross, the blood that through the Lord Jesus Christ has reconciled all things, and I love this, on earth or things in heaven, (laughs) the things we can see the things we can't see. Well, anyway, we'll continue on with this. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. I'll see you in the next episode.